chapter twenty of trial and triumph by francis c w harper this librivox recording is in the public domain chapter twenty luzerne's failure to marry annette and reinstatement of his wife was the sensation of the season some pitied annette others blamed luzerne but annette found as a teacher opportunity among the freedmen to be a friend and sister to those whose advantages had been less than hers life had once opened before her like a fair vision enchanted with delight but her beautiful dream had faded like sun-rays mingling with the shadows of night it was the great disappointment of her life but she roused up her soul to bear suffering and to be true to duty and into her soul came a joy which was her strength little children learned to love her the street gamins knew her as their friend aged women blessed the dear child as they called her who planned for their comfort when the blasts of winter were raging around their homes before her great trial she had found her enjoyment more in her intellectual than spiritual life but when every earthly prop was torn away she learned to lean her fainting head on christ the cornerstone and the language of her heart was nearer to thee e'en though it be a cross that raiseth me in surrendering her life she found a new life and more abundant life in every power and faculty of her soul luzerne went south and found marie's mother who had mourned her child as dead tenderly they watched over her but the seeds of death were sown too deeply in her wasted frame for recovery and she wasted away and sank into a premature grave leaving luzerne the peaceful satisfaction of having smoothed her passage to the grave and lengthened with his care her declining days turning from her grave he plunged into active life it was during the days of reconstruction when tricksters and demagogues were taking advantage of the ignorance and inexperience of the newly enfranchised citizens honourable and upright luzerne preserved his integrity among the corruptions of political life men respected him too much to attempt to swerve him from duty for personal advantage no bribes ever polluted his hands nor fraud nor political chicanery ever stained his record he was the friend and benefactor of his race giving them what gold is ever too poor to buy the benefit of a good example and a noble life and earned for himself the sobriquet by which he was called honest luzerne and yet at times he would turn wistfully to annette and the memory of those glad bright days when he expected to clasp hands with her for life at length his yearning had become insatiable and he returned to a p laura lisette had married charlie cooper who by patience and industry had obtained a good position in the store of a merchant who was manly enough to let it be known that he had negro blood in his veins but that he intended to give him a desk and place in his establishment and he told his employees that he intended to employ him and if they were not willing to work with him they could leave charlie was promoted just the same as others according to his merits time had dealt kindly with mrs lisette as he scattered his silvery crystals amid her hair and of her it might be said each silver hair 
each wrinkle there records some good deed done some flower she scattered by the way some spark from love's bright sun mrs larkins had grown kinder and more considerate as the years passed by mr thomas had been happily married for several years annette was still in her southern home doing what she could to teach help and befriend those on whose chains the rust of ages had gathered mr luzerne found out annette's location and started southward with a fresh hope springing up in his heart it was a balmy day in the early spring when he reached the city where annette was teaching her home was a beautiful place of fragrance and flowers groups of young people were gathered around their teacher listening eagerly to a beautiful story she was telling them elderly women were scattered in little companies listening to or relating some story of annette's kindness to them and their children i told her said one that i had a vision that some one who was fair was coming to help us she smiled and said she was not fair i told her she was fair to me i wish she had been here fifteen years ago said another one before she came my boy was just as wild as a colt but now he is just as stiddy as a judge i just think said another one that she has been the making of my lucy she's just wrapped up in miss annette thinks the sun rises and sets in her old mothers whose wants had been relieved came with the children and younger men too to celebrate annette's thirty-first birthday happy and smiling like one who had passed through suffering into peace she stood the beloved friend of old and young when suddenly she heard a footstep on the veranda which sent the blood bounding in swift currents back to her heart and left her cheek very pale it was years since she had heard the welcome rebound of that step but it seemed as familiar to her as the voice of a loved and long lost friend or a precious household word and before her stood with slightly bowed form and hair tinged with grey luzerne purified through suffering which to him had been an evangel of good he had come to claim the love of his spirit he had come not to separate her from her cherished life work but to help her in uplifting and helping those among whom her lot was cast as a holy benediction and so after years of trial and pain their souls had met at last strengthened by duty purified by that faith which works by love and fitted for life's highest and holiest truths and now in conclusion permit me to say under the guise of fiction i've essayed to weave a story which i hope will subserve a deeper purpose than the mere amusement of the hour that it will quicken and invigorate human hearts and not fail to impart a lesson of usefulness and value end of section twenty end of trial and triumph by francis e w harper